We need a theme song. I got to come up with one. I got to create something because I just feel like every episode should open with a theme song. I feel like if we don't have a theme song, what's the point? What if I just sing? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't do that one. Oh, no, we can't. We got to get that one struck from YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. Look at this train. Dang it. Ah, God. On the red right. line on our video. Yes, literally. <laughs> All right, you ready to do this thing? Sure. What is going on, Internet World? This is your co host, Alvin. And Shaylin. And this is the Culture Corner Podcast. Uh, this podcast has been like almost a year in the making. We announced that we were going to be going into this venture together. And then we never did anything. For so many reasons, but we were just super busy. Like we were bouncing all over the universe, trying to do things and figure out life. And so we're here. Uh, finally, the podcast world is coming back. You're going to see a lot more of us. Um, so you'll have, uh, the, the shows that we had announced before are still going to be a thing. The culture corner podcast will be me and Shaylin. Uh, we'll be talking a lot about different cultural aspects of life, uh, having some fun conversations and hopefully some very educational conversations, but we'd like to have fun also. Uh, so you're going to hear a lot of that kind of stuff on this show. Uh, we're going to be bringing back, you think, you know, um, with, um, so that will be starting again, hopefully soon, um, trying to revamp that format a little bit and trying to make it a little more accessible for the audience, trying to figure out what I want to do with that show. Um, Shailen is not co-hosting that one. That one's by myself. And then I've got the other show that I'm going to be hosting, Come On, Son. We actually do have an episode of that planned. That will be Wednesday night. Uh, so check us out for Come On, Son. It's going to be fun. Uh, it, we're, we're looking at the NFL. So if you're a sports fan, if you like football, check us out on Wednesday night, the same channel. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram um, at the Culture Corner podcast, the Culture Corner. You can find us all over the place. Um, and so find us on all of our socials. Follow us, like us. If you are here because you were a fan of the Afro Latinos podcast, we're still around. We're still here. Um, you know, Cheney might not be here anymore on the podcast but our show is still here our channels are still the same the only one that's different is our youtube page the facebook page still has all of our old content on it instagram i think still has all of our old content on it um the only thing that is new is the youtube page that is brand new that has nothing this new culture corner podcast um youtube will only have our things on here the afro latino stuff is kind of in in their own little channel so we are here uh, tonight to talk about Women's History Month and to play a game called Top 5. And we'll cover all of that for right now. Uh, but Shaylin is actually going to start uh, this episode as we are kind of an educational, educational podcast. Well, you know what? Before we can get there, Shaylin, why don't we introduce ourselves to people who are maybe new viewers and new listeners to this show and have no idea who we are and why they should listen to us. Um, okay. And I'll let you go first. Oh boy. Okay, so um, my name is Shaylin Force. I am a middle school teacher. Uh, I actually teach English. Um, hit it real good at the beginning. Um, I'm using my laptop, which is something that I wanted to tell you, so I'll just tell you in my introduction. Um, I have not used my laptop since October, and it works. I thought it didn't work. Um, some fun things to, about me. I love Dr. Pepper. I have two dogs that I share with Aubin. We share custody. Uh, yes, this is uh, my name is Aubin Johnson. Um, this is my wife, Shaylin Force. Um, I am a high school Spanish teacher. Um, more to come on that. That's that's fun news. Um, I am a musical director at a local school district. Uh, we just finished our last show last week. Our, our my first show at that school district last week, uh, or was it last week or two weeks? It feels like forever ago already. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago, actually. It had to have been last week. It's yeah. only the 10th. Well, yeah, I guess I get, well, it doesn't really matter when it was. Um, we had a great time. Shout out to my Adams family. Uh, you guys are the best. Thank you for making my first experience as a high school musical director amazing. 
Um, so I not only direct, but I also perform at a local theater um, called the Community Theater League, where I am on the board of directors, and I direct there, and I act there. It's a whole lot. Uh, musical theater is pretty much what I do for fun. It's what I'm good at, as well as hosting podcasts. So um, we are here tonight, again, to talk about the history of Women's History Month. So Shailen is going to break it down for us. Uh, she's going to let us know kind of where this whole idea got started, uh, how it became a thing. And then we are going to play a game of top five. So Shailen, take it away. Awesome. So the history of women's history. So we are going not so far back to 1978. So the first celebration of women um, that has taken place on kind of a larger scale was in 1978 in Santa Rosa, California. So um, when you think about it, 1978 is not that far away. It is super, super recent. Um, the first celebration was actually just Women's History Week. So it was just the week, um, the week that held March 8th, um, because March 8th was designated as International Women's Day. So we always celebrate um, March 8th. That has been pretty much the same since the very beginning. Um, so a lot of people had their hands in Women's um, History Week. Um, so one of them, um, one of the big players was the Sonoma County Commission Educational Tax Task Force. Um, they played a large role in it. Then just two years later, so two years of just celebrating the week, um, the Women's History Project, so they are now called the Women's History Alliance, um, they wanted to get national recognition. So the first two years were just kind of like, California-based, and then people were like, hey, let's do this nationally for a week of celebrating women. So in 1980, President Jimmy Carter actually was like, hey, let's nationally do this for a week and celebrate women. Woo! <laughs> so um, we were celebrating a week for seven years. So until 1987, Congress passed a law which then made Women's History Month. So that is what we currently celebrate. Um, so we went from a week to four weeks of women. Um, so there had been a bunch of stuff that happened since then, different amendments that have happened and different things that have been put in place to celebrate women. But that is basically where we come from. So without Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter, we could only be celebrating women for a week now when you think about it. Imagine only celebrating women for a week. Um, there I wasn't women every day, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a quote that I did want to share um, from President Jimmy Carter's message. Um, this is when he was talking about Women's uh, History Week turning into Women's History Month in the future. Um, he said, "From the first settlers who came to our shores, from the first American Indian families who befriended them, men and women have worked together to build this nation." Too often the women are unsung and sometimes their contributions went unnoticed. But the achievements, leadership, courage, strength, and love of the women who built America was as vital as that of the men whose names we know so well. So I thought that was very eloquent um, when we talk about women and how much they've really done for like our history, not only as a nation, but really as a world. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Shayla, for sharing the history of women's history. Uh, and so now we are going to play a game. And this game is called Top Five. Okay. This is going to be very interesting. Um, Shayla and I have created our own lists. Here are the four categories that we're going to be talking about today. We are looking at women in music, women in TV and film, women in literature, and women in sports. Uh, and so we each have a list. We have not compared these lists at all. We've not talked about it at all. In fact, I'm very afraid of one of these lists in particular um, because I don't know what she's going to say. And I feel like I drafted like my perfect list, in my opinion, and I don't want to have to change one of my options to someone else. Because as soon as one of us says that person, we're going to have to throw a wrench in the plan and, and switch it up. So uh, basically... Each of us have our list of five. We're going to take turns uh, as if this was a, a draft of, of sorts, uh, although we don't really want to call it a draft because that's weird. Uh, so we are just going to be making a list of our top five women in each of those four categories that I mentioned before. Now, these top five can be various qualifications. Uh, these sometimes are just favorites. These sometimes are 
to people that we find influential or just people that we really just enjoy. And so this is in no particular order to these lists. These are just lists. So hopefully um, you will enjoy and or not enjoy our list. Let us know in the comments how we're doing. Uh, you can put in the comments on Facebook and YouTube or wherever you're watching or listening from. Come back to the Culture Corner podcast and check us out and let us know what you thought about our lists. Shaylin, I will let you choose the category that we look at first. So do you want to look at music, TV and film, literature or sports first? Hmm. Um, well, do we want to start off silly or do we want to start off? You, kind of you pick. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to go to. Uh, let's do athletes first. All right. Top five women in sports. Again, these are in no particular order. These are any answers that we think are correct or for whatever reason. We we may or may not have an explanation for them. We'll just see what happens. So, Shailen, who are you taking first in your top five women in sports? Um, My first one is Ariana Grande. In sports? Yes. My defense. And you're going to laugh. I can't even say it without laughing. The side to side music video. She's on the bike. I couldn't fit her in here because she's not on my music list. So she had to make it in somewhere. So I used the side to side music video to justify her being in here. Mm. On the bike. That's a choice. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. Sure. <laughs> okay. Again, uh, in any order, she's just on the list. Correct, you're right. Not in any order, she's just on there because. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, so my first pick in the top five women in sports for me, I, I gotta go with Serena Williams. She is arguably the greatest tennis player ever, arguably the greatest um, athlete ever in terms of her accomplishments and just what she's done for the sport of tennis and kind of her and her sister coming up and and, and really making tennis uh, kind of popular in a way. Uh, I just think that you can't have a list of women in sports without talking about Serena Williams. So that's who I'm taking first. All right. My second pick, I'm rotating my list a little. Um, I am picking Angel Reese from LSU women's basketball team. She's very talented, and I've seen some of her clips, and she's crazy. So that is why she is on my athletes list. Okay. I think this next one, I might be a steal for you. I, I might have taken this next one from you, but I'm no! going to do it anyway. Because you, you can't talk about women in sports and their accomplishments without talking about Simone Biles. Took that one from me. I knew what it. she's done in the world of gymnastics oh. and the number of gold medals that she's what she is the epitome of excellence in her field. Uh, Simone Biles is incredible, and yeah, you, I'm sorry for the steal there. And I knew I knew it was gonna happen, I knew it was gonna happen, and I felt it, and I feel bad about it, but not bad enough for me to change my mind. Simone Biles, number two, <laughs> Simone Biles, she is. I'm not a gymnast, but honestly, the talent and just the pure, she's yeah. literally a goat. Yes. Literally the goat. Like, not even just like gymnastics. I feel like as an all around, like wholesome person, Simone Biles is the goat and she is a fabulous woman. Um, huh. So I have to make a replacement on my list now, correct? Yes. Um, all right. I'm going to pick at number three, um, Olympic medalist, Katie Ledecky. Um, that's the swimmer, right? Yes. And that explains it all. Okay. For my number three, I'm going to stick in the world of box, uh, boxing, in the world of, uh, gymnastics. And I'm going to throw Gabby Douglas into the ring. Uh, we're going to take Gabby Douglas, another Olympic gold medalist, another woman who is just absolutely incredible uh, and deserves to be on the list. All right. I'm panicking now. All right. My number four, I'm going to take Suni Lee, another gymnast. We are really getting our gymnasts in here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take her. 
Well, no, that's my number four, isn't it? Not number yes. three. I'm going to take her again. Very, very talented gymnast. We're getting all the gymnasts. All right. And uh, my number four, actually, it, I didn't have this person on my list originally, but when I had a little Freudian slip there and said boxing, it came to mind another woman in the sport um, who really and truly epitomizes kind of excellence in her field and what she's done and her greatness in the boxing ring. And it helps that her father was the goat of boxing as well. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take Layla Ali. Layla mm. Ali in the sport of boxing. She was excellent. Um, and she, yeah. So I think she deserves to be on the list. She's not who I had originally on my list, but I don't think I could really do this this without her. So, so Layla Ali number four. My number five. Um, I want to give an honorable mention before I give my number five, because I just thought about her in terms of when you mentioned boxing. Who is the former boxer, or I'm probably saying this wrong, former boxer, then became a WWE star, Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. I think she could be an honorable mention. She was an MMA. I think she could be an honorable mention. I actually replaced Ronda Rousey from my list with Leila Ali. So there you go. She was on my list. Because she was she was such a beast when she was in the MMA. She was just a destroyer until her last three fights uh, before she retired. I mean, she was undefeated. She just was an animal. Um, she was great in the sport of MMA. I think people wanted to be her. People feared her. Um, she had a couple bad bad last bouts, and then she retired and went into the WWE. But, uh, yeah, so Ronda Rousey was on my list. But Layla Ali did retire from the sport of boxing as an undefeated boxer. She was a champion. Like she, she was great, and I couldn't, I couldn't finish my list without her. Um, my actual number five is that chicken from the tennis episode that she did with Tony Baker and friends. You are a mess and a half. I cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? She did win the episode. I think. I think she did win that episode. So the rest of my, the rest of my list are serious, and I, I really will. It's because my brain, I function in cheerleading. So I couldn't just pick the best five gymnasts. And you you it's, it's your list. You do what you want to do with your list. I mean, you put Ariana Grande in there. And I, to be honest, I would rather have seen more gymnasts and cheerleaders in that list than, you know, Ariana Grande. But hey, that's all right. It's your list. Hey, I have no chance. <laughs> And uh, I want to round out the list. Uh, this might be a little controversial of a pick, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Brittany Griner. Um, Brittany Griner deserves to be on the list. Uh, when, when I remember watching her clips from Baylor uh, when she was in college, and she was dunking like, well, first of all, she's 6'8", right? So she's as tall as LeBron James. Um, and she was dunking and doing things that you don't typically see women do in the sport of basketball. Uh, it was really impressive. And like for, for a, this is maybe, a, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, this, the women's sports typically don't get a ton of shine in pop culture, in the media, uh, in the sports world. But I remember when Brittany Griner was coming up and we were wondering where she was going to go in the WNBA or WNBA and, you know, how she was going to look coming out of Baylor. I remember watching her highlight tapes and stuff on ESPN, like ESPN top 10, which for the most part is, is usually dominated by the male, uh, male sports or male sports, whatever you want to say. Um, but I remember watching Brittany Griner play like at Baylor. Like I don't, I couldn't probably tell you many women in basketball who I was watching their career highlights, but I remember watching Brittany Griner. So am I saying she's the most influential? Am I saying she's the best? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but she deserves to be on the list because I she she made an impact on me in terms of women's basketball. So that is that is how I feel. And that is rounds out my top five women in sports. So, Shaylin, where are we going next? Literature, TV and film, or music? Uh, I'm fine with any of them. You pick. Oh, I hate when you do that. Um, let's go to TV and film. TV and film. You may again begin. Um, top five women in TV and film. 
Well, I'm going to take this one because I know she's on your list, I think. Wait, do you have this written down on your paper? Because you don't have it written down. I don't think you should be able to steal. All right, all right. I'm just, I'm just checking. Um, I'm going to take with my number one, um, Viola Davis. She is genuinely my number one on my paper. Is she literally not the literal best actress in the world? <laughs> and I know. As soon as I saw this category, TV and film, I knew she had to be my number one. I had to take her. So I I don't know if they my woman king. You know, <laughs> that's that's my jam. Uh, and I'm mad because she was also my number one. So uh, I'm going to go with Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> Angela Bassett. You know, Angela Bassett has been around in TV and film for such a long time. She is great. She should have won an Oscar last night for her performance in the Wakanda in Wakanda Forever. Uh, the fact that she did not win, Twitter is still not over it. I am not over it. Her performance in uh, that movie was Oscar worthy. I don't care what anyone says. Jamie Lee Curtis should not have won that Oscar over her. Feel how you feel. Say what you want to say. I don't care. I gotta have Angela Bassett there. She's worked too hard and too long in this industry to not be recognized like that. And she was the first woman from a Marvel film, like a superhero film, to be nominated for an Oscar. That doesn't happen. Like that kind of stuff does not happen. Um, and Angela Bassett was able to do that. Um, and that it speaks so much to her performance, I think. And she she definitely should have won an Oscar last night, but she's gotta be on my on my list. So Angela Bassett. It is. Um, my number two is Adina Menzel. It's mm, a good one. My list kind of went toward Broadway a little bit because I really wanted to highlight because TV and film, but also we are such theater people, so not to not highlight, um the just the voices and the talent that we see on Broadway. Um so she is on my list, number two. Which reminds me of someone that I can't believe I left off my list. And this might end up affecting your list again. My apologies. It will not affect my list. I'm gonna throw Cynthia Arrivo in there since I have to replace Viola Davis anyway. Oh. Uh, Cynthia Arrivo is going on my list. Uh, not only was she great in Harriet, she's one of my favorite singers. I saw her on Broadway in The Color Purple. She is everything. She's incredible. She's amazing. She deserves to be there. She's literally playing in Wicked, the movie, opposite Ariana Grande, fun fact. Uh, you could have put her in that list, by the way. You could have thrown her in here. You could have given me Viola Davis, and you could have left Ariana Grande in the film and movie since film and TV since she, she, you know, she did start on Nickelodeon on TV, well, and then she went to Wicked. That you know, so that's where you could have put her. That's all. I'm, I'm just saying, you could have given me Viola Davis. That's that's it. Ariana Grande. I am sorry. She's my girl. Love her for years. I am not giving her my top five for being Cat Valentine. I'm not. You could have for being Alphabet and Wicked. Have you seen that? Have I seen that? Do you need to see it to know that she's going to be great? No. All right, but well. I was trying to do actual, in my list at least, I was trying to do actual women who have impacted my viewing experience. Well, Cindy Arrivo's on my list, so. That is a very good pick for your list. I that so is super good. That is the perfect karma for me taking... What's her name? What? Viola Davis. Yes. No. What? 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 Um. Character am I thinking of for her? Annalise Keating. Annalise Keating. <laughs> you should do the walk. No. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? It is. All right. My number three is going to Julie Andrews. Mm -hmm. It's a good pick. She's a very good pick. No explanation needed. Uh, my number three, uh, again, these are in no particular order. These are just the, my list. Uh, I'm going to go with Shonda Rhimes uh, because Shondaland is everything. Mm -hmm. She gave us 
Grey's Anatomy. She gave us Bridgerton. She gave us Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. She get if you want to watch a TV show that you become like obsessed with and you can't wait to get to the next episode, Shonda Rhimes is the reason. If there's that that drama that you're looking for, like if you're looking for a drama where you just want to seek your teeth into and never stop watching, look no further than any project that Shonda Rhimes has had her hand in because that is that's it's just gonna happen. That's it. Yep. She's the pick. <laughs> Do you want to know who I didn't include on my list that I really wish I would have done? And I feel like replacing someone from my list for him? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Meredith Grey herself. She did not Ellen, make it on my list. Ellen Pompeo. She's, she was Meredith Grey. She did not make it All right. Number four. Number four. Anne Hathaway for me. Okay. Princess. So, grew up with Princess Diaries. Les Mis. Just her existence. Um, and that's why Anne Hathaway is on here. All right. Say no more. You're going to hate this next answer, but I ha- actually, I'm going to save it because I know you're not going to say it. So I'm going to save my next one since I know this person's not on your list. Just okay. in case this next one is. We're going to throw Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. You can't really talk about success in TV without talking about Oprah Winfrey. Um yeah. You know, plain and simple, you you literally just can't. So um, super influential, changed the game in terms of especially um, Black women on TV and, and doing that and becoming as uh, she's a billionaire. I'm pretty sure she's a billionaire. Um, if she's not, she's got to be she's got to be up there. If she's not a billionaire. She's got to be pretty high up there. Um, uh, so, yeah, Oprah Winfrey's got to make my list. Is she is a 2.5 billionaire, by the well, way. She could share so, some. Yeah. I'd love some. Yeah, I, you get a billion, you get a billion. I'm cool with that. She can anywhere she wants. Maybe you'll get royalty. What, Cheney? No way, what? Um, right. and then finally, my number five is Rebel Wilson. That is a choice. That is she a choice. I'm gonna let you rock with that choice. I I don't know that's a good one, but hey, it is a choice. I made a choice. You did. My yeah. number five, and since I know you were not gonna see this person, I felt comfortable leaving her until the end. Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, I've never seen her. Lupita Nyong'o is an amazing actress. She's incredible in every project I've ever seen her in. She was great in Nope. She was great in Twelve Years a Slave. She was fantastic in uh in. She was in Nope. In, in what? Yeah. Oh no, no, that was Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Sorry, she was in Us. She was in Us. Don't get uh, that. So Don't in get Us, up. she was fantastic. In uh, What Kind of Forever, she yeah, she had Chadwick's baby. She had baby Chad, baby Chadwick. Spoiler alert! But if also if you haven't seen What Kind of Forever by now, you you spoiled it for yourself. I don't know what to tell you. So Lupita Nyong'o has got to go on that list. She's incredible. She's an amazing actress, uh, and that rounds out my top five women in tele- television and film. Two categories left, Shaylin, music and literature. Where do you want to go? Um, Since we're fighting for the death now, let's go to music. Oh, God. I'm so not ready for this. Just hurt me now. My number one is Whitney Houston. Oh, thank God you didn't take my first one. I think I know your first one, and I think your first one is my number five. Well, it's got to be. She's got to be my number one. Do you want to explain it all, Whitney Houston? You're just going to throw it out there. Um. So Whitney Houston is not someone that I'm immediately like, oh, go put Whitney Houston on. However, after begging my entire family to go see uh, the documentary about her, my whole universe has kind of changed in um, just in thinking about who she is and just how she was so strong mm-hmm. in did what she wanted to do, not what the industry wanted her to do. And I think just watching that documentary as a young woman myself, just seeing myself in her as someone who never wanted to give up her dream for what somebody else wanted. Um, so that's why I'm putting Whitney Houston and just her amazing talent, like the goosebumps the entire time you listen to her. Um, but that is why she is on my list. It's a good one. I, I'm just going to take it because I don't want you to take it from me. And I just got to throw it out there. I mean, 
Cheney said it best. Cheney knows me better oh. than most. Beyonce's got to be number one. I mean, Beyonce, I I can't have a list of my favorite musicians. Well, I have very, very many different lists when it comes to musicians and to music because I love music and it means that much to me. Um, but when I think about all-time performing and a performer, who would I want to pay the most to go see? It would be Beyonce. I've seen her in concert. It was everything I wanted it to be and more. If her tickets weren't a trillion dollars a piece, I would try and go on this tour that she's going on right now uh, with Renaissance. Um, but I can't. I mean, she, she, her and her husband, Jay-Z, obviously, uh, you know, combined their net worth is a million, is a billion dollars, well, a billion plus um, Ivy Park, she's she's just she and and she's made it through her whole career for the most part without any major 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 scandals. And she started as a child, all the way back before Destiny's Child when they were girls' time, and then becoming Destiny's Child and being kind of the standout of Destiny's Child, and then being able to go solo and making her solo career as successful as it has been over all these years. I mean, there's there's not an album that I would not listen to right now. I couldn't, you know what I mean? Like that, Beyonce is that person for me. I can't have a list of my favorite performers in music without talking about Beyonce. I like that you bring up she is not, like her scandals, if any, are baby. I mean, other I like than the fact that the world thinks she's, you know, part of the Illuminati and whatever, all that stuff. But like, for the most part, She's had she's lived a very clean, if you want to say as an adjective, like, a, you know, what I mean, like a clean public image. I, I really like that you bring that up. I would have I never I did not think of that when I said these. Yeah, Cheney. But the, see, that wasn't her scandal. That was Jay-Z. Jay-Z did wrong. Beyonce ain't do nothing but 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 raise them kids. You know what I'm saying? She was just there having a baby. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right. Um, That is not who I thought you were going to take because I feel like we ha I knew you're going to take Beyonce but I feel I have someone on my list that I feel like you are going to have on your list and it's not who I intended I thought you were going to just try and sweep this person from me but I'll save it um my next pick for number two is Adele I, I almost put her on my list yes for Adele's selflessness her privacy yet her transparency um the truth in her lyrics the voice on that woman um mm -hmm. that is why she is my on my list she was originally with number one, but i didn't want you to take whitney houston uh, i i thought about it but there were others that I thought I wanted to put on this list more uh for example i, I mentioned earlier that i have kind of various favorites in different aspects of life and in music because that music means that much to me and because it is so powerful to me i have very different lists like my students always ask me like mr johnson who's your favorite you know artist whatever i'm like are we talking about musicianship are we talking about performance are we just talking purely vocals like there's so many different lists because i i really care about the music that much um jasmine sullivan is on my list of favorites uh, and she's going to be on my top five women in music because just her vocal ability her vocal agility what she's able to do if you did not see her and listen to her national anthem uh when she sang for game five of this last year's world series it was equally as impressive and moving as whitney houston's when she sang the national anthem at the super bowl um Jasmine Sullivan, her 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 vocals are insane. Um, Hotels is one of is one of my favorite albums to just kind of listen to when I want to just relax and, and listen to a good R and B album. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan's got to be on the list. Cheney, you know, baby, Cheney, you, you know, Jasmine got to be on my list, man. Jasmine got to be on my list. All um, right, that's a blasphemy. She ain't even all that. You're you're bugged out. My turn. Mm-hmm. So, um, my number three is, <laughs> don't laugh, my number three is Dolly Parton. I knew you were, gonna, I knew she was going to be on your list. I knew it. But she does, but to be fair, she does mean a lot to music. In, she, in the history of music and women in music, she means a lot to the history. So she's, I'm glad she's on your list because she's not making mine. Um, just, I even just quickly looked at the people, like, the people that she's so like well-known wrote music for when you think about how even just Miley Cyrus and like the connection that Miley Cyrus 
and um, Dolly Parton have and how that has kind of influenced Miley Cyrus's career. I think that Dolly Parton, if you are around her, she's just a catalyst for success because everyone loves Dolly Parton. Well, and here's the thing. Whitney Houston, one of Whitney Houston's biggest songs was originally a Dolly Parton song. So we don't, you don't really get um, Whitney Houston and, and her sound. I mean, you would still have her and she still would have been as phenomenal, but you wouldn't have had the exact same thing had Dolly Parton not done what she did. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Selena is a great answer, Janie. Selena is a great answer. Uh, so this is number three. I'm going to go with another billionaire on my list. I've had I've had now two. This is the second one. Three, if you count Beyonce as the couple. Um, but uh, Robin Rihanna Fenty uh, is making my list of top women in music, and I don't. I'm putting her in this category because I didn't have anywhere else to put her. Um, musically, she's not my absolute favorite um vocal there are some songs that i really enjoy um of hers but she's not my favorite musically but number one she's a billionaire um and so with her company fenty um and savage fenty and on all of those things and what she's done in music like she is incredible and i think you can't really talk about music and what it means to be a musician without having ran at least somewhere in the conversation um although most of her most public success comes from this new venture where she's looking at, you know, the the Fenty and that kind of stuff. But uh, I think that Rihanna should probably be on the list because of who she is as a whole. And music was the best place for me to put her. I think when just talking about top five influential or just top five women. Right. right. I'll, even if we just want to talk about like since we've been alive, I think that she totally deserves spot in that top right. five. Yeah. She, for every reason that you just said, she is a, she's a woman. My number four, I'm worried about saving my number five, but. You have no, you have no worries. I promise you the next two you will not have. There's no um, shot. Okay. My number four is Taylor Swift. <laughs> Sorry. I am not a Taylor Swift fan, but when you think of all of the people who are dying over the rep, uh, what is it called? I don't know. Reputation store, whatever. No. I've Aaron. seen it. I Aaron. don't know. I saw, I know it's not reputation because I'm pretty sure I saw her on the reputation store. I think I went to that concert. Huh? Eras tour them? Whatever it's called. I don't care about her enough to know. Well, then you even think that through what she's been through as an artist, the exact opposite of Whitney Houston, how she had been so. Mm. Um, censored and then she comes out as again another strong woman in the industry saying no like this is my version and then she releases taylor's version and she's just such like she's such like an ally to women um every time that i watch something that has her in it she's always talking about women and mm -hmm. how it impacts women how women will look so um that's why taylor swift is on my list in addition to she was able to date Harry Styles. So in a way. All right. My number four, I'm gonna go with Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, one of the most beautiful and just soulful voices in music. Uh quite literally most of what uh especially in in what what we might call like African American music, most of that comes from Ella Fitzgerald like we couldn't have done a lot of that without her being who she was uh, she was the first African-American woman to win multiple Grammys uh, and that happened at the very first Grammy Awards in 1958 so like the very first time that people were being recognized for their music Ella Fitzgerald won twice uh, which at that time in the 50s was huge that was everything for her to get that recognition uh, she was also the first African-American woman to perform at a Super Bowl halftime show in 1972. Um, so, like, you you can't, you literally cannot talk about um, African-American women in music without mentioning Ella Fitzgerald in the conversation. Not to mention that some of my favorite songs, Dream a Little Dream of Me, uh, Cheek to Cheek, that she had that album with her and Louis Armstrong. And between the sultriness of her voice with that kind of grovel of his voice, it just such a beautiful combination. And I love, love, love listening to them together. Uh, Ella and Louie are top tier. So I got to have Ella Fitzgerald on my list. 
It's a good call. My number five is uh, Lauren Hill. I love Lauren Hill. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of the greatest R&B albums, R&B hip hop albums ever. Um, yeah, that's a great choice. I picked Lauren Hill because um, I Lauren Hill was like the first female artist I remember you showing me that kind of has led me down to my love for the kind of R and B, everything that Lauren Hill is, and so mm-hmm. I just remember being able to just like jam with you to Lauren Hill. So she had def- like just listening to her has really changed my music taste well and it's crazy that like lauren hill legitimately released one album like mm-hmm. and it came out in the 90s i want to say 96 or 98 um uh, lauren hill released one album the message education of lauren hill and it is still for most music heads um talked about as the greatest r&b album ever lauren hill is talked about as being the top female mc ever with literally having one project but the, the that album I literally have it in my classroom. Like I have the vinyl in my room to play in my classroom because I love listening to it so much. I love Lauren Hill and her music and, and that's a great choice. And I'm kind of sad that she's not on my list. Um, but number five, again, I wanted to t- take a look at the history of music a little bit and see uh, some more influential women in, in music history. And I want to talk about Diana Ross, who most people might know from her work with the Supremes. Um, but Diana Ross, as a solo artist, also, she she was just such a powerhouse and such a, a wonderful artist. Um, some of the stats that I had found when I was doing some research just about who these people were and, and their, what they meant to music. <laughs> Jane, you're such an idiot. Uh, Diana Ross um, had 70, 70 hit singles. 18 of them were number one on the Billboard chart. Uh, and she's the only artist to have ever reached the top as a solo artist, a duet partner, part of a trio, and part of an ensemble. So she not only proved that she was a goat by herself, but that she made those around her better and that she knew how music kind of worked and how to make music better. Uh, And so Diana Ross, I think, has to be on the list. Good one. right. And the final category, top five, Women in literature. This one I'm a little nervous about because my, as most people who know me know, although this kind of is difficult for next year, uh, but I I have not done a ton of reading um, throughout my my 26 years of life, um, but I, I want to take a stab at it. I've got some choices that I'm going to make, and we're just going to go for it. Do you want to... Cheney. I mean, it's a great piece of work. It will go for it down in history forever. Frank is on your list. No, not on my list. Do you want to start this category? No. Because as a woman who loves reading, I can quickly think on the spot. So I'm willing to let you go first to replace my list. All right. Thanks for being so kind. Um, horrendous oh I don't know what that meant I don't want to know it's okay uh, number one I'm going to go with Harper Lee I knew it Harper Lee now here's the thing Harper Lee is, and I'm looking over my list right and I'm looking at all of these names and Harper Lee is the only oh now nah, yeah no Janie I, you're right you're good and Frank was a great answer um Harper Lee is the only person who is not a person of color, a woman of color, on my entire list of all of these top fives that we've done. Yeah, um, it, it, huh? Nothing. I was just going to say we're good than our list. It, it was sem- it was semi-intentional in that way, but also, you know, as an African-American, Dominican male, like that, that means a lot to me. Um, and so I really wanted to highlight women of color specifically. Um, but I don't think that there's many works of literature um, that mean as much as Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, and so, again, I don't have a ton of, of literature experiences in my life, but the ones that do stick with me stuck with me. Uh, and so we're going to say Harper Lee. 
um, because I just think that she was just incredible in that work. I mean, I was in the play. I was Tom Robinson in a production of uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. So I just think that that was just it just goes down in in the history books. You can't you can't do without it. So properly first. All right. Um, my first one I'm going to take because I know my I know my number four is also on your list. Um, but I'm going to take Jane Austen in my first seed spot. Um, a lot of the people, well, a lot of the authors that I have picked, um, they are from the canon, um, the classics. Um, because just like just thinking about Pride and Prejudice, even if you've only watched the movie, um, just the elegance that comes with Jane Austen. As soon as I think of Jane Austen, I just think of elegance. Um, and she's just so, so, she's so, this is my number one. All right, number two, uh, I'm not sure who you think is on my list. Um, so I'm going to go with this one because I'm assuming it's who you think is on my list. I'm going to go with Maya Angelou. Um, mm -hmm. Why the Cage Word Sing, she read at um, Barack Obama's inauguration. Um, mm -hmm. A fantastic poet, um, writer, author, all of the above. I, I yeah, can't, can't have Maya Angelou not on the list. Very good pick. Very, very good pick. Uh, next, I'm pulling out the poet Emily Dickinson. Um, I'm Nobody Who Are You is one of the poems that is sticking out to me right now. Um, just went over it with my students. Um, Emily Dickinson is, I don't want to necessarily say elegant, but when you learn about Emily Dickinson and her family, um, and just some of the controversy around her family. Um, Emily Dickinson is pretty cool when you think about it. All right. Um, my number three, I think you're going to see. I don't know if I should say it. I'm going to say it. Alice Walker. I'm going to put Alice Walker at number three. Uh, I don't know if you know who Alice Walker is. Do you, are you familiar? Oh. The Color Purple, yeah. For no of no other reason than as the author of The Color Purple, um, such a powerful book. Uh, the ad the movie adaptation is incredible. Um, you know, I've seen it on Broadway. I we saw it another time at the Effort of Performing Arts Center on stage. Uh, I cannot wait for the movie, the remake, to come out. Daniel Brooks is in it. Um, it it's just going to be incredible. So for The Color Purple alone, Alice Walker makes the list. Very good choice. Um, again, uh, I I'm really gonna let you have my number four, so I'm just waiting for you to say it. I don't, think, I I don't think we have the same one. I think we definitely have to. Um, I'm gonna go with Emily Bronte. Bront? Bronte. Bronte. The two dots always get me. Um, again, he is one of those classic novelists that when I think about literature and I think about reading, she's also one of those authors that as a woman, you can't really mm -hmm. out of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, my number four, I'm going to say Toni Morrison. Is that who you think? Is that who you thought? That is yeah. Um, you know, I had to read Beloved in, in high school as an AP English text. Um, and I and I actually, for all of the stories, sorry, Mrs. Rank, Mrs. Bollinger, hopefully you're not listening. Hopefully you are listening, but hopefully you're not listening to this part. Uh, I didn't really read many of the books we were supposed to read in AP, um, but Beloved is one that I actually did read. Uh, and so that one stands out from her from her catalog, her repertoire. Um yeah, Toni Morrison's got to be on there. So, Mrs. Rank, if you're listening, unlike Aubin, I did read everything that you had us read. So, that's why Toni Morrison. She knows. She knows. Um, so, um, Aubin did take my four and five. So, I had Toni Morrison number Ooh. four. I had Harper Lee in number five for the same reasons that he enlisted. So, I am sitting right next to my bookshelf. So, I am pulling... Authors off of my bookshelf now. 
that have had um, an impact in my life as a reader. You did um, not say Coho yet. Where's Coho on your list? Well, she is not on my list because she's so problematic, but she has made her way onto my list because you have stolen the people on my list. Um, so my number four is going to Lauren Asher, um, author of the Dreamland Billionaire series and a million other things. Um, this series, every book is over 500 pages and I have read every single book in literally less than two days. Um, so although I did not want to give any current authors not i don't want to say current authors but i didn't really give any of like the mainstream authors my top five um lauren asher the way that she writes has just given me so much as a reader so number four go ahead and do your number five while you're there unfortunately colleen hoover has to make the list i know she's <laughs> please do not come for me um colleen hoover is my number five because um it ends with us, so the um, first book to this series, It Ends With Us, was what got me into reading so hardcore over the summer. Um, and now I'm I'm on my ninth book of 2023, so. Um, I make the joke a lot. Uh, Shaylin has, has single-handedly uh, paid Colleen Hoover's mortgage. Uh, the number of books, Amazon packages that have come to our house that have Colleen Hoover books in it. We've at least, if not, if not paid for her mortgage, we've at least paid a car note. We've at least paid for one one car payment for Colleen Hoover. Uh, so <laughs> she has had a huge impact on my reading. Um, not not by choice because I have steered away from her now that um, I know the scandals. Um, but she did play a huge role in me getting back into reading. So that's why she makes the list. And my number five is none other than Phyllis Wheatley. Uh, this is a, another historical influential pick. She was the first African-American published poet. Um, and so uh, she also remains one of the most widely read poets through pre-19th century America. Um, and so I think we wouldn't have a lot of the writers, especially in African-American literature, we wouldn't have a Maya Angelou, we wouldn't have a Toni Morrison, we wouldn't have an Alice Walker. You know, we wouldn't have uh, Michelle Obama being able to write her memoir. We wouldn't be able to have Oprah writing hers without the work that Phyllis Wheatley did as a former slave uh, and writing these and being able to be published. Even just the fact that that she was able to learn to read and write was a big thing in, in that time. Uh, and then for her work to still be read and still be as important as it is now, uh, I don't think that, you know, we can really talk about this list without her, which is a common phrase I've said a lot today. Um, so yeah, that rounds out my top five. This has been fun. This is a good, a good first episode. Uh, this has been an episode of the culture corner podcast, our very first episode. Thank you, Shaylin, for the idea and for doing this with me. I'm looking forward to our next episode. Uh, check us out on Wednesday for an episode of come on son. We're talking football. So make sure to check us out. Same place. Um, probably about the same time. It'll probably be around eight o'clock. So make sure you check us out. Tune in. Check us out on all of our socials. Anything before we go, Shaylin? Um, I also put myself on the top of every list. As you should. You're at the top of my list every day. Disgusting. Yeah. All right, everybody. Appreciate you watching. Thank you so much. Happy Women's Month. Uh, and this has been another episode of the Culture Corner Podcast. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>